I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can subscribe for free at iTunes. You can also check them out at HeidiHarris.com. Follow me on Facebook, Heidi Harris Show, Twitter, Heidi Harris Show. And of course, join me for my live radio show at 670 AM KMZQ in Las Vegas, weekdays 8 to 10. So you can't get away from me even if you want to. This week is extra exciting. I'm broadcasting live on my KMZQ show. I'll be broadcasting live from Washington, D.C. It's the Federation for American Immigration Reform's annual Hold Their Feet to the Fire event. That's where about 40, 50 talk show hosts go back to Washington, D.C. and get answers to the immigration questions. I'm going to talk to ICE agents. I'm going to talk to people who are victims of immigration marriage fraud. Robert Spencer from Jihad Watch will join me. Diamond and Silk, the YouTube stars, will join me. Great conversations. It's a lot of fun. Don't miss it on my live show. Weekdays, 8 to 10, 8 to 10, 8 to 10. It's 6.70 a.m. KMZQ. So it's a really, really special week. Let's talk about Congresswoman Jackie Rosen, who is now running for Senate against Dean Heller. She said some really idiotic things this last week, and I think they're worth mentioning. We'll get to that after we check in with our sponsor, Donna Francavilla. The Heidi Harris Podcast is heard by tens of thousands of listeners because she's sassy, funny, and lovable. If you'd like to place your message on the podcast, I'll help you get started. I'm Donna Francavilla, owner of Frankly Speaking Communications. I'll voice your message for you for just $100, recorded, edited, and submitted as a special offering. Let me help you tell your story. Write to me at DonnasNiceVoice.com. That's DonnasNiceVoice.com. So Jackie Rosen is one of those typical Democrats who talks about a federal minimum wage, and she wants it to be raised, and she's one of those people who's been all about the $15 minimum wage. She actually signed on to the Raise the Wage Act, and she wants to lift the federal minimum wage to $15 by 2024. $15 by 2024. So six years from now, people are going to make $15 an hour. <laughs> As you know, the federal minimum wage is $7.25 an hour in Nevada. And, of course, uh, it's $8.25 an hour for jobs without any kind of health benefits. Wait a minute. I thought people were all supposed to get health benefits. I thought Obamacare was supposed to provide people with health benefits. What? What? There are people still who don't have health benefits? I can't even believe it. Anyway, Jackie Rosen sat down with some business owners the other day at the Urban Chamber of Commerce. And I guess they schooled her in what it means to actually run a business and understand how much money it costs to hire people. And she said, maybe there has to be some kind of threshold because small businesses can't grow. But if you're a larger business, you could absorb it. Really, stop trying to have it both ways. I don't care if you're a big business or a small business. When you raise the minimum wage, people get fired. This has happened all over the place, even in New York City, that a lot of restaurants have been firing people because of the minimum wage. It's happened in other cities. It's just not an efficient way to do things. Here's a concept. If you want more than minimum wage for your job skills, then go ahead and increase your job skills. I did it. When I started out back in the day working in fast food, I was making $2.35 an hour. Now I'm making about $3.35 an hour. Just kidding. No, I had to work really hard to learn some new skills so that I was a little bit more valuable to a company. If you can be taught how to do your job in 20 minutes, I'm sorry you're not worth more than $7.25, $8.25 an hour. You're just not. And then Jackie Rosen goes on to say in this Urban Chamber of Commerce meeting, people should have the dignity that if you go to work and you do work you're proud of, you should be able to pay your rent and buy groceries. 
Somehow we have to find that balance that works for different businesses up and down the spectrum. First of all, Jackie Rosen needs to understand that most people who work for minimum wage aren't supporting families. They're not. They're not the major breadwinners. Most people working for minimum wage are either working in restaurants where they make tips in addition, or even guest room attendants in hotels who make tips nobody ever talks about, but they do. Uh, bartenders and those kind of people make much more than that on the strip. But bottom line, there are a lot of people making minimum wage who actually make more money than that, or they're young kids starting out, or maybe elderly people just getting back into the workforce. Who knows? But the bottom line is most people are not raising a family. Here's a second point. You can't raise a family on minimum wage. Everybody knows that. Whether it's $7.25, $8.25, $15.25, you can't raise a family on minimum wage. You need to be able to get some job skills to actually be able to raise a family. The minimum wage was never designed to raise a family. The minimum wage was never designed for you to be able to pay rent and buy groceries. For how many people? One? Two? Twelve? When I see people working the fast food drive-in window, and by the way, I got to tell you, I see fewer and fewer people who are young. When I was a teenager, McDonald's, I worked there. They were packed with teenagers. Now, most people working that drive through window are much older. And I feel bad for them because they're probably mostly making minimum wage. I don't know what their circumstances are. But I can tell you this. If I see a young lady who's working McDonald's in the drive through or someplace and working the, you know, that minimum wage job, I don't understand how she's going to make it. How can you? How can you work at McDonald's or Kentucky Fried Chicken or any of these places and actually survive if you have a baby? How can you possibly do it? Now, I guess your family could take care of your baby, and a lot of people, a lot of cultures do that, where the families take care of the kids, and that's better than daycare, obviously. But bottom line, if you don't have any more job skills than 7 or $8 an hour would get you, it's going to be tough for you to survive. And especially if you have a family, you're just not going to be able to support a family on that amount of money. I see people all the time. I happen to drive up Sahara a lot. I see people walking up down the street when it's 110, pushing a kid in a shopping cart because they don't even own a baby carriage and they don't own a car. And sometimes they have more than one kid. And I'm thinking, what was your plan? Really, tell me what your plan was. When were you going to get a car? After the third kid? After the fourth kid? People just don't think. And Jackie Rosen is another person who just doesn't think. Clifton Marshall was quoted. He's the owner of the airport concessionaires, which operates more than 30 stores at McCarran Airport. He was quoted in the RJ. He said, I know it's a good talking point for people to say, yes, we need to pay people more money. But I don't really think people work through all the ramifications. And let me be honest with you. I don't know what these airport concessions pay, and I see these people working there, and I'm going to be flying to Washington, D.C. this week, and I'm going to see people in the airport, and they're working maybe, you know, making sandwiches or hot dogs or whatever at the airport, and I feel bad for them because I know what it's like to park in the employee parking lot and walk five miles to your job. I get it, and for $7 an hour or $8 an hour, whatever they're getting paid, it's terrible. I wouldn't want to have to do that, but guess what? You don't have to. This is America. Increase your job skills, get some education, get some additional skills, and you'll be worth more money. Mr. Marshall, Clifton Marshall, also added that when wages get too high, employers look for other options, including replacing workers with machines and cutting their hours, which is exactly what happened. When Seattle did this, a lot of people got cut. When New York City did this, a lot of people got cut. This is just the reality. 
And uh, Jackie Rosen said, we have to find a way that businesses can succeed and give working people dignity. What does this dignity mean? Do you really think, Jackie Rosen, that you can give people dignity if you give them $15 an hour? Is that the threshold for dignity for you? You should have dignity no matter what you do. There are plenty of people who volunteer their time, and they have dignity. Dignity is not about how much money you get. Believe me, I know a whole lot of people with no dignity who make a lot more than minimum wage. I know people in radio with no dignity. You know why they have no dignity? Because they're prostituting themselves by putting advertisers on the radio and doing quote-unquote infomercial interviews, which destroys your show and insult your audience. They do that kind of thing. They do all kinds of things that are beneath anyone's dignity, but they do it just because they can make $5. Dignity has nothing to do with whether or not you make $7 an hour or 8 or 15 Dignity is all about your attitude. There's always great dignity in actual honest work. So what does this dignity crap mean? $15 an hour, now I suddenly have dignity? How many lawyers do you know who don't have any dignity? Please. There are a whole lot of people who don't have dignity. Anyway, her campaign spokesman, of course, was trying to walk everything back. He said, Congresswoman Rosen has consistently supported the fight towards a $15 an hour minimum federal wage. Da -da 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 -da. She wants to work with small business to figure out how we can move forward and ensure hardworking Nevadans can earn enough to make ends meet. Well, bottom line, start your own business. I don't know what to tell you. But, of course, her people don't know what to say. She goes to talk to the Chamber of Commerce, and they actually school her in economics. So she doesn't know. She's trying to work both sides of it. She wants to sound like the liberal who really wants to help people automatically get $15 an hour. But by the same token, she doesn't want to have to deal with business owners who actually know the reality of a spreadsheet. And by the way, $15 an hour for what? You walk in the door, you have no job skills, you want $15 an hour? So if you work at McDonald's, and I worked at McDonald's on the microphone, as you can imagine. Hello, would you like fries with that? That's what I did. Now, if the guy in the back cooking the burgers is there, should he make more money than I do? I think so. I don't know how to cook hamburgers on a grill. I know how to do the fries, but not the hamburgers. Shouldn't he make more than me? What about the person who's the cashier right, ringing up everybody? Shouldn't that person make more? So if those people make more, then how much are we going to pay them? $16, $17, $18 an hour? You know how much hamburgers would cost if everybody made $18 an hour? And what you have to also remember is... When businesses pay, let's just pick a number, okay, $10 an hour. When businesses pay somebody $10 an hour, the reality is it's practically twice that by the time they pay all the other things that they have to pay to employ somebody. I hope you know that. Maybe Jackie Rosen doesn't know that. I mean, she wants to be a senator. That doesn't mean she's real bright. Maybe she just doesn't get it. But the bottom line is these kind of things sound good to people who somehow are deluded into thinking that they can raise a family on $15 an hour. If everybody made $15 an hour, do you know how much money everything would cost? They wouldn't be able to afford anything either. I mean, rents are high enough. If everybody made $15 an hour, can you imagine how much apartment rent would be? It would be probably equivalent to what it is now in the percentage of income that was required to rent an apartment, and people still couldn't afford it. Because if you're making minimum wage, you're not supposed to have a family and then wonder how you can make ends meet. It doesn't work that way. So if you have put your life out of order, put the cart before the horse, made bad decisions, done things you shouldn't have done, you're in trouble. Back when I was a cocktail waitress, and by the way, I wrote a book on this. It's called Cocktail Waitress Wisdom. Pick it up at Amazon. You can also get it on my website, HeidiHarris.com. When I was a cocktail waitress, 
I planned from the day I started to get out of there. It was a good job. I did it for 10 years. I was grateful to have done it. I made okay money. I never made a ton of money because I chose to work day shifts so I could go to school at night and stuff. And that's all in my book. That's all in my book. Don't pat me on the head, by the way. That's my second book. But I planned to get out of the business the day I got in it. So what did I not do? Oh, let's say um, I didn't buy a brand new house. I didn't buy an expensive car. And I didn't have a kid by a loser. And I knew girls who had big plans for their lives. They wanted to be singers or they wanted to do something else with their lives. And they couldn't because they had a kid with a loser and they were stuck in the cocktail waitress job forever. Now, I'm not putting down anybody who does that job. And I have friends I worked with back in the day, all those years ago. They're still in the business. God bless them. They're great girls. I love them dearly. I couldn't do it anymore because my brain just couldn't take it anymore. I needed to do something else. But I also got myself in a position where I would be able to leave. I was not going to trap myself. So if you don't make a lot of money and you have big plans for your life, and I didn't know what was going to happen with my life. I really didn't. But I just knew that I had to leave because if I didn't, I would never be able to. You just feel like there's a certain cutoff after which it's very, very difficult to transition. It was tough enough when I did it at like 32. It's a lot tougher if you do it when you're older. But if you have a kid and now you trap yourself... What can I tell you? I don't care how much money you're making. You're trapped. So you got to plan your life better. And that is not something your employer is obligated to do. They're not obligated to support your family. They're giving you a job and they decide that you're worth $8 an hour or $7 an hour because you're easily replaced and your job is easy to teach. If you're a dishwasher in a casino or something like that, how long does it take to learn that job? Not putting the job down. I'm not denigrating any job. But the po- well, I couldn't do it, but I'd have to be taught. But the point is, if I can teach you that job in one shift, you're not that valuable. If it takes you five, ten years of schooling to be able to do what you do, then obviously you're much more valuable. Duh. And Jackie Rosen doesn't get it. So promising everyone they're going to get $15 an hour when they really don't do anything at this point, they don't have a lot of job skills, it's just stupid. And not only that, it makes the jobs harder for teenagers to get. Like I said, I see far fewer teenagers in the drive-thru than I used to. Are they all lazy? I don't know. Maybe they don't care about doing a fast food job. Maybe they don't want to work. But a lot of them probably are put out of work by the older, more experienced person. If I'm paying a higher minimum wage, guess who I don't hire? I don't hire that teenager who's never had a job before. I hire somebody who's had a job before. So guess what? That teenager doesn't get to get into the workforce. And the next thing you know, you got a whole generation of kids who've never had a chance to get into the workforce because they're too expensive to take a chance on. But Jackie Rosen doesn't understand that. It's basic economics, and I know that's too deep for her. Anyway, just one of the 552 reasons that you folks who are conservative need to get out and vote for Dean Heller in November. I don't endorse candidates. I'm not endorsing him. He's not perfect. I'm saying think long game. Think long game. Think Supreme Court. That's what you have to think, even if you're mad at Dean Heller. Even if you think he's been kind of a schmuck when it comes to Donald Trump, you still have to vote for him. you got to think about the Supreme Court. This is really important. And Jackie Rosen has no clue. How about that? (laughs) Join me for the Heidi Harris Show weekdays, 8 to 10 a.m. live on 670 a.m. KMZQ. The show's been expanded now to 8 to 10 because you all demanded it. And I'll continue to do this podcast three times a week because you also demand it. I continue with that. 
Follow me on Twitter, Heidi Harris Show, Facebook, Heidi Harris Show, or check out HeidiHarris.com where I post these podcasts and also blog posts. And I've got some cool pictures and some cool stuff up there at HeidiHarris.com. And you can pick up a copy of either of my first two books. The links are there at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. 